Mood.tv Get ready to be delighted for a half an hour, everybody. Or maybe less, or maybe a little bit more. It's hard to say. It could be anywhere in there. But we are back, and we are still beautiful, and I'm with... The fellas, we got the OG crowd tonight. We got the Gregor Man. Hey, everybody. What's happening? And we got the EJ 5000. Here I am. Rock you like a beer can. Nice. And we're all we're all here. And I just was thinking about eating stone fruit before this podcast. Stone fruit? Yeah. Is that like peaches and plums? Yeah, I don't know why that popped into my head, but it just sounds so... Is an avocado considered a stone fruit then? Oh, that's a good question. It's got a big old pit in it. I think so, right? And it's a fruit. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They're delicious, though. I but I mean, stone fruit pits, avocado pits are beautiful because they're just so perfectly round. But I love how scrotal stone other stone fruit pits are. It's true. <laughs> you know, like a, pl- a plum pit or a nectarine pit, just it looks like a, a scrote. It's scrotal. They look like little walnuts inside. Yeah. Which look like scrotes. Also, they lead back to scrotes. Yeah, walnuts definitely, walnuts absolutely look like scrotes. Are cashews stone fruits? Because you know how a cashew grows off the bottom of a fruit? Um, here, I, got a, I think I got a list here, a short list here for you. Examples of stone fruits are peaches, nectarines, plums, lychees, hmm. mangoes, hmm. almonds, apricots, dates, and cherries. I've been loving pluots. It's a it's a crossbreed of a plum and an apricot. We've been eating pluots all week. Huh. Oh, it's so juicy. I've just been loving the juice factor. Interesting. I would not be able to order a pluot with a straight face somewhere, though, because it's just... Might I have a pluot? <laughs> Does it sound condescending? A pluot? Yeah, it sounds either elitist or made up. It sounds like elitist. Like, oh, you don't know what a pluot is? <laughs> but also, now that I know what it is, I want one really badly. That sounds amazing. It's really good. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. The amount of dribble. You know, it's weird. I don't usually like any kind of dribble on my chin, but the dribble of a stone fruit is A-OK. <laughs> do you feel Do you feel that way? It's kind of ridiculous. It might have been my favorite sentence you've ever muttered. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a, 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 a quote worthy of an Instagram post. <laughs> the quick brown fox jumped over. Well, please let me ask you a question, everybody. Uh, welcome back. And let's get uh let's get the question cranked up here. What do you say? What do you say, boy? I mean, I love to talk about stone fruits. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just slamming the brakes on stone fruits right now. What do you want to roll with stone fruits? We can talk about stone fruits. What else you got? <laughs> I mean, it's only been three and a half minutes. I don't know how far you can go with stone fruits, but I'm dying to know. I mean, I'd like to un- more unwrap the dribble down your chin. I-, I just like the feeling of the dribble down my chin of. A stone fruit. So then I'd, I'd ask, why do you dislike the dribble of your chin from anything else if it's, it's probably the same sensation as a stone fruit? <laughs> well, no, I think for different reasons. Here, Okay, here's the, here's the thing. I don't just like dribble down my chin. <laughs> so that's number one. Number two is there's a couple different reasons that I would not like dribble down my chin. One would be... Uh, if I really intend to enjoy that beverage and savor every bit of it, you know, like um, a beer, sometimes I'll just miss and it'll go right down my chin. But I, I always rue the moment that happens because I'm not savoring the beer. I don't get it in my mouth. I get that. You know what I mean? I feel like I can afford to lose some stone fruit dribble. What about like the grease off of like a 
I don't know, particularly greasy, like uh, one of them big turkey legs or something you get at an amusement park. That would just burn. So that's a whole other reason. Well, uh, no, it's not going to say it's not burning you. It's just greasy dribble down your chest. <laughs> what makes that different than a stone fruit? Well, I think I would be worried about the acne that it might cause on my chin area. <laughs> yeah, meat dribble is not, yeah. <laughs> not as... Yeah, meat, meat dribble. I mean, uh, listen, I don't, I don't think I would agree with Anthony on any dribble. Like, even stone fruit dribble is not enjoyable to me. I'm just curious why stone fruit is acceptable, but other dribble isn't. <laughs> if you had to have dribble, though, Greg, if I said, you got to have dribble, you get to pick meat dribble... <laughs> Fruit dribble. <laughs> what dribble are you going with? Fruit dribble. Yeah, you're going with fruit. Because <laughs> it's, it's it, the worst of fruit dribble is it gets sticky. Meat dribble, like, you can clean forever. It, like, sticks the smell sticks around because it's grease. You know who likes meat dribble? Oh. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, he seems like he'd like meat dribble. <laughs> meat, meat McConnell. Maybe they call him Meat McConnell. That's because he could keep it in his turkey neck forever. Yeah. Like, with yeah. his Heinz can of turkey gravy that he drinks. <laughs> It's just all dribble and jowl with that guy. <laughs> Old dribble and jowl. It's all dribbles and jowl. <laughs> wow, this is going to make my question seem also mundane. Because I didn't think we would talk this fervently about stone fruit stuff and dribble. I'm glad we stay with the stone fruit a little bit longer. It's less about stone fruit. It's more about dribble. But thank you, stone fruit, for leading us here. Would you like to keep talking about dribble? No, we can get on with the question now. I just, I, I thought three minutes on dribble and stone fruit was not enough, and we have six now, so I feel comfortable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, here's another question. This is, you know, make of it what you will. This is not actually the question I was going to ask either, but if we're going to be on tangents, <laughs> I just was thinking about this the other day, but I don't, I don't think I would ask this as a real Amaya question, but it just crossed my mind. If you were going to steal from somebody and you noticed they were crying, would you not steal from them then? Oof. Or would would it be even better? Like, you're already having a bad day. How much worse can it get? Like, this is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably be much less apt to steal from said person unless I really didn't like the person to begin with. Then that would be icing on the cake. I was going to say, to go back to it, if it was Mitch McConnell crying, I would definitely still steal from him. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. If we get down to, like, you know, the actual choices of people. But I'm just talking about, you know, just a rando in the street that you don't know. In general? I mean, what am I stealing? Is it, like, invaluable? I guess it's hard because, I don't know, you don't go around stealing much in real life, do you? No. Yeah, me neither. It's my pet peeve. It's weirdly, there's a lot of things that I find morally permissible that maybe other people don't. But stealing is not one of them, oddly. I once accidentally took two newspapers... When I was a kid, instead of taking one, and I felt so bad that I went back the next day and paid them for it. A newspaper, and I just accidentally took it. But I really feel bad about stealing stuff. I did some thieving as a child, and I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you did some thieving? It was like a heist? Did you do a heist? <laughs> it was planned. I mean, it was premeditated. <laughs> uh, does that make it a heist? I wonder. What is the definition of heist? It was a full set of Marvel cards. Ooh. Wow. Was that from like a store or from a friend's home? No, uh, the flea market. <laughs> oh, the flea market. Ooh. You stole it from the flea market. Which was a big public bazaar, if you will, for the people wondering. We used to go there and get all, you know, you used to buy your packs of cards and hope you got like two that were new. But we figured out a scam and it worked. I hope they're listening right now. <laughs> that flea market is closed. <laughs> no, but I hope the honor—I hope the owner of that stall is listening. That was the set of cards that broke my bank <laughs> and made me go under. <laughs> that place was yeah. awesome because you could go and get Marvel cards, a ninja star, <laughs> a stars. twisted pretzel, 
a dog. Like, you could buy everything there. It was one of the coolest things. It was in the Poconos for our listeners of Pennsylvania, and they had everything, and it was really cool. It was pretty great. They did. They did. But but anyways. Let's bring it back. Uh, so, <laughs> long story so the short. Real question? Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough <laughs> with stone fruits and enough with... Uh, Stealing stuff stealing from people from that are crying. People. Well, now I feel like there's not much time. I feel like I don't even know. I'm going to look at the clock. I'll give you another question. I'll give you another question. Uh, how mm, how do I want to ask this question? How do you know when you can trust somebody? Oof, it's a big question. Oof. What's the moment you know? How do you how do you? Wait, okay, here's a question <laughs> to make it a little bit more specific. Is there anybody that you would say you're meeting somebody for dinner? Um, you're, you're meeting somebody for dinner, but you don't know them very well. So maybe they are looking to hire you, like you're interviewing for a job or it's a business meeting or something. And you come in and you sit down and you had some sort of a bag with you, like from a store, right? And you're eating dinner and then you have to go to the bathroom. Would you ever bring the bag with you because you don't know them that well? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely cases where I would, but it would definitely depend on what's in the bag, too. Oh. And also, like, if it's just me and this person. I just met them, right? And the thing that I have in the bag isn't super valuable. Then if I go and I leave it, then I know that they took it. And if I came back and they're like, oh, somebody ran by and took that. <laughs> I'd be like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> so it really does depend on the value of said item because if it was valuable enough, I would take it in most cases. You know, I'd take it in front of you, Anthony. I'd be like, Psh, I don't want him taking this shit. More like, I know he ain't going to pay attention to shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Well, that's really interesting. I feel like, okay, if I were uh, if I were on the other side of that, say you're interviewing with a, for a job with me and I'm sitting there having a delightful conversation with you. You have to go to the bathroom. And then you carry this other thing that I know you don't need to take to the bathroom with you. I would think that you don't trust me, which is true. But wouldn't that be bad? See, I would I would think more like, what is in that bag? <laughs> oh, would you look? And you and you just said job interview. So that kind of is like another thing. Yeah, job interview. That's a whole different thing. Would you leave the bag for a job interview? You'd be better off saying like a blind date or something. Okay. All right. I'm interested in that. Totally. A blind date. If I was the one with the bag and I felt the need to take it because I thought that they were going to take it, <laughs> then I would probably come back with an excuse already. I'd be like, oh, I, I just needed to freshen up and I needed my bag. I'd probably already realize that it was weird that I had to and feel guilty that I had to take it or thought that I had to. So I'd probably have like a, an explanation right when I got back. But if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, do they shit themselves or something? I'd be like, why is that? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you have to bring that bag? There's something in that bag that you needed in the bathroom for a specific reason. And that... Oh, that's what you would assume. You wouldn't assume that they don't trust you. No, I probably wouldn't. I mean, especially, again, if we're, I, 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 for some reason I assumed it was a smaller bag. I'm not thinking of like a big bag. The size of the bag definitely matters, even though valuable items come big and small. I mean, what if it's like a video game system? Like it's like it's like a real item that does cost a good amount of money or like a new computer. Do I know that? I know it's a new computer. You just bought it. Like it's in your bag. You know it's a new you just bought this computer. It's in your bag now. Now you had to meet this person on the way back from the store where you bought the computer and 
Okay. And the bag is hanging on your chair. You know, it's like they know it's about you know what's happening here. <laughs> would you still take it with you? I, in that case, I probably would take it if it's a new computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is so funny. See, my thing is, I think I would trust them. I think, I mean, like, I number one, like, I have some way of contacting this person one way or another. I have some way of reporting them, even if it's a blind date. You yeah, know, you know they you are Tinder profile, or you have something like. So I, I would go out of my way and be like, hey. Can you keep an eye on this for me? I got to run to the bathroom. Ah. I would say something like that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't just get up and leave it assuming they would watch it, especially if it's like a blind date or a job interview or anything, really if I'm with a rando that I've never met before. But I would I don't think I would take it with me, but I would go out of my way to be like, "Hey, can you make sure this stays safe?" Yeah. I could see myself doing that too, actually. The, the, the way Greg phrased that, that would probably be more of what I would actually do. If I if I felt like I trusted the person. Okay, so let me ask you that. That brings me back around then. So even for this kind of an exchange, what is it? What do you think are, is the criterion that you would choose to determine if they were trustworthy? If they're like sitting there scratching like a crackhead, I'm not going to leave any valuables with them. <laughs> is that a good criterion for you? I don't know. That's that's an intense criterion. <laughs> Well, because it's like, all right, this person could definitely take my valuables and sell them and get more crack rocks. But like <laughs> any normal, normal person who knows that I have at least some means of contacting or identifying them, <laughs> I would assume is not going to take a, a potential valuable from my possession, knowing that we are now in a meeting, whether it be a blind date or an interview or some other random thing like I'm I'm still not bringing it with me and going out of my way to ask unless it's somebody who like I'm like this person is definitely just you know they're either here for a free meal they expect me to pay yeah. and will steal my shit <laughs> like that's the criteria I'm looking at it's pretty it's a pretty low bar okay, but okay that's well yeah that's my thing then is there anything less than that <laughs> like you would trust anybody that's less than scratching like a drug addled person. I mean, for the most part, like, unless... Yeah, like, I'm pretty trustworthy, too. I'm, I agree with you. Like, you know, unless I have, like, an idea that, like, I'm meeting with a criminal to go over a plot to do a job later, like, maybe I won't leave my valuables with them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Yeah, the thieves... No, I think thieves, they must trust each other the most. You would think so, but I still wouldn't because I'm all if I'm if I'm in that situation, then I'm also a thief. Oh man, that's a <laughs> I would love to have two thieves meeting for dinner for the first time, and one like takes their bag each of them bringing something with valuable them to the bathroom. They don't trust each other. <laughs> no, I mean, there's not there. You have to do a lot for me to like want to bring because like I just I personally just don't want to bring valuables into the bathroom with me unless I'm like by myself. Yeah, me neither. I don't. So, I don't. You gotta you gotta really be on a certain level of a spectrum, something for me to have to take my shit with me and not trust you to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, even in New York, I've definitely, not a computer, but I've definitely left a, a book or a coat or something mm -hmm. at a table at a cafe or restaurant to go to the bathroom real quick and come back. I, I'm, I'm pretty trustworthy. I mean, think about like going to like a group drinking setting. Absolutely. You know, where like everybody just piles their shit in the corner. Yeah. No doubt. I'm not, I'm not, Taking my stuff with me. I'm not going to rifle through the stuff to grab my bag to go take a pee and then put it back in the pile of stuff. Right. So in some settings... If I'm, now, if I'm leaving, sure, I'll be like, all right, let me get my shit first, then I'll go pee, then I'll leave. Right. But like most of that's more for the convenience of like being able to pee and then bounce, not because I don't think somebody's going to take my shit. Yeah. In some settings, it would be the most... Uh offensive like, like if you're if you're meeting somebody for the first time at a bar and you take your stuff 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, that's why I think I think I think that's where I'm landing on that is like it seems it's really disrespectful to be like <laughs> I'll be right back, but I'm gonna take all my shit with me. Yeah. So EJ five thousand, <laughs> are you not swayed at all? Do you, are you still? You'll definitely take it with you. Uh, well, I, I I agree with what Greg said about like if it's someone who I purport to feel comfortable with in those moments, I'll just be like, can you please watch this? Which is kind of a kind of a good way to check someone. And I don't mean like check out if someone's okay. I mean to like check them as in like, hey, don't take this and don't let anybody take this. You're responsible for this now. You, you know? Yeah. So that's a good way that if you're worried about someone to make sure that like I'm I'm fully aware that I have stuff that can be stolen. Make sure it's not. Um, But I, I, I wish <laughs> obviously with a crackhead rattled itchy person, I would be skeptical. But it's it's more abstract than that. It's not necessary if someone's good looking or someone's ugly or if someone's well kempt or not. Like it's really a gut feeling if you can trust somebody or not. I'm sure there's little social cues that are specific. Like the scratching is definitely one of them. Making eye contact, seeming like they're in a rush, stuff like that. But it's totally a gut feeling. And um, I'm not saying I'm always right or have been right, but I think it would come down to the general gut feeling with this person. And then I probably would more often than not do what Greg said is say, I'm going to leave this here, you know, and, and make it known like <laughs> yeah. this is a thing that I'm leaving. And then which essentially means if this gets stolen, it is now you, I'm passing the buck. It is now your fault. <laughs> you yeah. you are now exactly. responsible. Whenever you ask somebody exactly. to watch something, you should also say all that to like make it clear to them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> this is on you. This is your responsibility <laughs> <laughs> for the next three minutes while I go pee and wash my hands. This is on you. <laughs> Maybe get a coffee. Maybe get something in writing. Make them sign a document that says, if you lose this while I take a pee break, <laughs> you are paying for it. <laughs> Final rapid fire question before the break. How long would you watch somebody's stuff for if they asked you and they went away? And How long before you just gave up? I mean, is this more of like an airport scenario? Uh. Sure. Okay, we could say... Like, like, you know, if you're eating dinner, like, I'm not just going to leave dinner because they took 15 minutes. I would question it. I might pick all of our stuff up and go into the bathroom and be like, you okay in here? <laughs> well, no, I guess uh, let's pretend there's no time constraint for you, but it's just a matter of how long are you willing to sit there and watch it? When would you get so insulted that you'd say, fuck it? I've been in that situation before, and I've seen episodes of TV shows about this exact scenario. Really? And so... I've seen the episodes before it happened, and I would immediately, whenever this has come up, I believe two or three different occasions, saying, actually, I'm in a rush. I got to go. And I would probably, I, I remember one time I was like at a Starbucks of all places, and somebody I think was trying to pull that. And I didn't, I wasn't going to leave, but I left because they put me in that situation. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I got to go. And so I walked out so that I wouldn't have to be there to watch the thing that they were going to leave for me to watch. They really ruined your moment there, though. Yeah, but there's park benches. I could have just been chilling, but I was like, no, nah, I'm good. See ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find something else to do. Especially, And this was like a complete stranger. This wasn't somebody I was there with. This was like a, a passerby. You know, this was like I was there. This person was there. They're like, person happened to see me standing there, like the airport scenario, yeah. and was like, oh, I got to go. Do it. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm leaving. See you. Yeah. That's a good way to shut it down. Shut it down. Gotta shut that shit down. Yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah, I think it is good to know when to shut it down right away, for sure. But uh if you were roped into the scenario, how long would you sit there for like a doofus? <laughs> how full is my phone battery charged? <laughs> I mean, do I got Is that the cutoff? When the phone battery's out, you leave. But you would stay the whole time. Yeah, once the battery's dead. 
Once I hit 2%, I need to put that low battery mode on just in case. I can't be fucking around. <laughs> but if you're at 100%, you would stay until you were 2% on your phone? Would you open up all the apps at once? <laughs> that doesn't take long. I got an old phone. That'd be like three and a half minutes on my old ass phone. You got to check the person's phone. If they got a 5S, they got an, if they got a flip phone, don't even ask them. <laughs> Wait a minute. When they, when they ask you uh, to watch the bag, would you look at your phone first to see the battery level before saying yes or no? Yes, for both for more than one reason. That's another easy out. We're like, oh, I gotta go because if you look at your phone, it's like looking at your watch back in the day, but nobody wears watches anymore. You're like, oh, I gotta go. Sorry, rapid fire question. Your rapid fire question: How long before you look at whatever they asked you to watch? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I could do it. I wouldn't do it. Like if you're sitting there an hour watching somebody's bag, is it just like an open bag, or is it like I'd have to like unzip it? Mm. <laughs> That's a tough part. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess at this point, let's just call it a brown bag folded over twice. Oh, I'd probably look in there. Yeah. I might look I might look in there, but after a long time. Yeah, like a backpack, it's like, uh but then at the same time, after an hour, I'd be like, is this a bomb? Yeah, it would be like if I don't think they're coming back, if I really believe that, that's when I would look in there and see if I can find any information on how to like return it to them or mm-hmm. get it to them anyways. Yeah. What if what if you look in the bag and there's a baby? And there's a baby? Well then I know that I'm not staying. That was a quiet baby the whole time. I got a report to file. <laughs> yeah, if it was a baby in the brown bag, I think I'd be pretty, I'd be suspicious of the person that left it. <laughs> I would not think that like, oh, well, maybe if I wait 30 more minutes, they're going to come back. No, at that point, if I saw that it was a yeah. baby, I would be, I would know definitively they are not coming back. <laughs> if I immediately heard baby sounds, though, while they were asking me, I'd probably turn it down. <laughs> probably. I'd be like, probably. It'd be interesting. But I think I would, you know, I'm not going to. Are you just going to come back and be like, yeah, I'll watch your baby. That's a good place to take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break there. back and host anthony is squirming usually he talks here but i decided to pick up the reins because guess what we're doing today a very different thing than we usually do we are gonna have a writing question from our friend dan that he has so graciously written in and he asked a bunch of questions and so we're trying to get through and thank you so much dan and greg what is the question um the question is what is your go-to protocol when someone is breastfeeding in public uh his examples are sneak a peek engage in eye contact Actively ignore, acknowledge, then ignore, or whatever else. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, yes, I love it. Well, I, I don't, I don't know if that I'm cringing for the reasons you think I'm cringing. I, 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 when, when that's happening in in public, it's not, uh, it's not something that I think about too much. I'm not going to like, I'm certainly not going to sneak a peek for sure. That, uh, that would be not normal. You would sneak a peek? You would not. I just love 
that I there's something that was asked that you're squirming about. That makes me so happy. He's even red, folks, at home. He's blushed. I don't see this man blush very often. He looks like his mama's spaghetti sauce. And the camera's so close, he can't hide it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I would do much uh, about it at all. I would I would l- look away. I don't think I would get in their privacy region. That's disrespectful to look away, Anthony. That's That's a beautiful thing. You would look away? You'd purposely look away? Well, only to respect their privacy. I wouldn't be offended that they were doing it. I think that's they have a right to do that if they want. That doesn't bother me at all. They do but, have a right. It's true. hundred percent. But that's why I think I think it would be bizarre to sit and what like get popcorn. What you're saying is you would sit and watch. You would. No, s- I'm not saying, saying that. At all. Oh, that's what no. you seem to be saying. No, no, no. Okay, no. tell me what you would do. Okay. As it was fun. I love it. Anthony's being very careful, and I really appreciate that. And folks at home should too. Uh, I would I usually because this has happened. Uh, usually, it's something that like you kind of notice out of the corner of your eye, or you like look right at it. But my brain doesn't see that all the time. So usually, I just like scan the area. I'll see it, and then I'll look away, and then my brain's like, "That's something not that you always see." And then I usually do like a double take. Yeah. And so that's usually how it happens. I'm usually just like. Oh, because I'm, I'm like constantly scanning a room anyway. And then like, I'll see that and I'll be like, oh, 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 that's that. And then, okay, because, you know, it's uh, usually an exposed breast. So that's not something you normally see. And then if there's a baby attached to it, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. My brain scanned it. Makes sense. You know, so that's usually the order it goes in. It's usually like, oh, oh that's it. Oh, oh, okay, cool. And then, you know. So by the examples, would that be more of an acknowledge and ignore? Um, self-acknowledgement. Yeah. I don't think I've ever made like eye contact. Yeah. You're not doffing your cap. At the breastfeeder. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'll have some good to you. You know, like, I'm nothing like that. But, uh, yeah, it's usually self-acknowledgement and then, okay. You know, it's like, okay, that's what's happening. It's not... Because I've also been in places where uh, to talk about the people that Greg would be uncomfortable with at a table who are scratching, who just pull those things out, and then you're like, that's not normal either. You know, and, like, I don't stare at that either, but I, I just, like, acknowledge and then move on. Move it along. Like, I'm, I'm wondering what is the alternative to okay you 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 see it happening i don't know what alternative you would just stop and watch or something like i don't there is no alternative like if you stop and watch you're a creep like that's the thing i just i just like that you were squirming in any way at the thing there's definitely some people who would be like it's it's for me it's more of a there's like only like two schools it's either like you're okay with it or you're not okay with it yeah, and that's really what it comes down to. I just really enjoyed you squirming at the question because I've ne- I don't see we don't get to see that often. Yeah, um, <laughs> but really no, like I agree with EJ. Like a lot of times I will I'll almost have the same kind of like oh that's happening, but like it's not like I'm trying to make some sort of engagement as Dan put it like in like oh I want you to know that I know it's like no it's like normally it's just like oh oh that's what's going on okay whatever and I you know move on with my life because like you said it's a totally natural thing it's something that needs to take place and it has to happen. Um, I just enjoyed your squirming, but I have a, I have a fun story about this. Oh, all right. From my past. Hit us. Um, yeah, that's, that's honestly why I wanted to pick this. Uh, and I, you know, I won't say any names, but I, I used to be a lifeguard in our community and there was actually this big thing that blew up in the community. It was, uh, I don't know if it ever went to an actual lawsuit or not. Um, but there was a woman who was breastfeeding, but she did it on the steps going into the three feet of our pool of the community pool. Like, so like, you know, not in the privacy of your own pool lounging area, yeah. but like in, in the pool, you know, you're in the pool. Yeah. Um, and as lifeguards, we, there was, it was, you know, somebody complained to us about it and a bunch of us were just like, I, you know, we, we did not know how to handle it. And, uh, a certain 
individual came back from lunch and was like, what's going on? And he's a brash young man. He did what he wanted to do most times when he wanted to do it. So we told him the situation. He's like, oh, I'll take care of it. He proceeded to then go up to the woman and say, excuse me, is this where the line starts? <gasps> yeah. Oh, um, that blew up into a God. very big deal, as you could imagine, because like you can't do that. Oh, my God. There are right ways and wrong ways to go about doing things. And that is the absolute wrong way. You know what he doesn't deserve from himself? <laughs> to love himself. Yeah. He, but you know what? I could probably say with confidence, he pro- almost definitely loves himself. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the problem, to bring it back to our last episode. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem with those posters. <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you, you, if you yeah, are you that can't, guy. You can't, you can't do what he did. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I, I was closing the pool that night, and, like, a husband came back that night in a tirade after work. Yeah, it was, it was a big deal. It blew up, but I was big, big community news, I would say. Yeah, that sounds like it would be national news today. That is so egregious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, to wrap it up. Anthony, question to you. If you had something like a laptop, new in a computer bag, and you're sitting at the table, the lady started breastfeeding. Yeah. What do you do with the lady, and what do you do with the bag? <laughs> and I had to go to the bathroom? You have to go to the bathroom. Oh, just I'd just go to the bathroom. I would leave the bag. Leave the bag with the breastfeeding woman. Would you ask her to watch your bag? No, I'd assume she's going to watch the bag. She's got her hands full, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to ask her because then I, she would think that she w- she would think to herself, "Oh, he doesn't see- think I'm trustworthy, so, so worthy, so he actually he actually has to ask me to watch it." Oh, you wouldn't even ask? No, I wouldn't. I would assume she would watch it. So you trust everybody, is what you're saying? Like you? Just I'm pretty. Assume- I'm really pretty trustworthy. Yeah. Are you trustworthy, or are you socially awkward enough that you don't want to confront someone in that situation? Mm, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Um, yes, I'm socially awkward. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would confront a lot of people about probably much less in in a different setting. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I I'm not the most confrontational. Well, I'm, I don't know. I think I can be a little confrontational, but I do tend to really care about people I don't know, like strangers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would not ask. I would not ask her. I would assume she would do it. Right on. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, but like I said before, if I'm at a bar or something, or if I'm uh, sitting at a coffee shop, I don't gather all my stuff to go to the bathroom. I just leave it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, a lot of people will listen to this probably and think that that's crazy, but I'm super trustworthy. And I luckily have never had a problem ever. I would say there's more people. It takes a special kind of person to just go take something that's unattended. So like, I mean, I do agree with you on that. Like, I think like, you know, I guess it's that psychology thing where it's like, you know, you know that people don't do things like out of the goodness of their heart for other people necessarily, but it still takes a special kind of person to just be like, I know that's not mine. I'm just going to go up and take it in this public area. Like at a co- I'm thinking like specifically at a coffee shop. Like if you got up to go to the bathroom and somebody who wasn't you walked up to your computer and took it personally would believe that somebody would be like, that's not yours or at least like call some sort of attention. Yeah. So I do. I'd, I'd feel more comfortable like you like you would because of that. Yeah, I bet. And I feel like in New York, that kind of stuff happens. I feel like people would call that out. Yeah. If I was by myself, I would bring my stuff with me. If I was with that one other person, I would call and say, hey, please watch my stuff. Even if you're all sprawled out, like you ever go to a coffee shop to work and you got like a pen over here, you got a book over here, you yeah. got a notepad here. You collect it all to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I have and I will. Yeah, I definitely will. 
I don't wow. put myself in that situation. Right, or or like unless unless there's like I'm close enough to somebody who works there, then I'll say, "Hey, I have to run to the bathroom. Would you mind watching my stuff?" Wow. Just so that and that's more of like a this identifying this here is my stuff. Yeah. So if if anybody except this person takes it, it's wrong. Yeah, I've I've had I've had I don't I can't I don't think a, a specifically in a bar setting, but I've had stuff stolen in ways like that, and so it's just like ah, eh, not worth it. You know, there's just just don't don't uh, give people a chance. You know, and most crimes are are crimes of opportunity, so just don't give anybody the opportunity, and you don't have to tempt anybody. So that's the way I try to err on whenever I'm by myself. You know, again, if I'm with other people, if I'm with even a stranger. There is probably a little bit more trust, and there is definitely some social anxiety. I don't want to put them out, and make them feel awkward, but I will do what Greg said originally, where I was like, "Can you, can you watch this for me?" Which is kind of a double, a double edged meaning for me, where I'm like, "Make sure nobody takes this. Don't take this." Yeah. Hmm. Well done, dial uh, <laughs> in at nine two nine three five two six one seven three, or send us an email at let me ask you a question podcast in gmail at gmail and keep sending us more questions. I do love that we have people writing in. So that is fantastic. And keep them coming. And we will try and talk about them on the show. And you can also go to Insta or Twitter. Hit us up at Lamayak Pod on both of those things. Or go to Moot.tv. Watch all the other shows. Buy the swag. You can donate money to us. And that'll keep us keeping on talking to you. You can find me at We Are All Spies. Or at EJ Dukoski on the Instagram, Anthony at Anthony Doing Stuff, and The Gregor Man at The Gregor Man. Yeah. Listen to past episodes of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Uh, listen to past and present and future episodes of the Derek D. Dozen. And just generally check out Moot.tv. And uh, hug a loved one. Stay safe, stay sane, stay sexy. Stay safe. Definitely. Wear a mask. Bye, everybody. We love you all. Until next week. Mood.tv. You know, it's weird. I don't usually like any kind of dribble on my chin, but the dribble of a stone fruit is a okay. <laughs>